play with cutlery in the background, so I was cutting up some, some chicken or something. Not me! Not me! It's not me! <laughs> do you cook it? Travis, do you cook it? <laughs> yeah! Stop cooking! Can you? Uh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Can you hear the cooking? Me too! All I can see is you're on a chopping block. Oh, that's not me! No, everything's frying, that's fine. Mm. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that that good. But um yeah, anyway. Welcome to a family affair podcast with the ladies. Actually I forgot to actually in fact forgot to add Erica in, but um I realized that Erica might not be ready anyway because her kid is always awake around now, so I thought okay, then I won't add her in today. So Oh my gosh, Casper's on the classics. What? Never mind, Casper. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, hard. Come at me, hard. What's with this um, so-called, so-called alleged, alleged publicity stunt that Boris is supposedly be doing? This is this is part of the conspiracy theory, isn't it? Because like, 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 obviously a lot has been going on. Um, hashtag go listen to the uh, breakdown, conspiracy breakdown episode, Black Apocalypse. Um, where we try to break something down, and this is what we're talking about conspiracies. Now, someone's got to come out, the Leeds councillor, and she said, Oh, Boris Johnson's actually not in the ICU, it's just a publicity stunt. And this is the thing, and that's what I wrote on Twitter a few weeks ago, or just when I heard he got um, went into quarantine. That if he dies, then I know it's serious, then I'm gonna stop yeah. working, I'm gonna sit at home. I'm not gonna, if he dies until he dies, though, I'd, you know, I'm still not gonna take it that serious, exactly. But just because to come of you- I'll tell you, that's exactly what I was saying. I said that just two days ago. If he dies, then yes, we'll believe that it's more serious than I I originally thought. But if he survives, I do believe it's just a publicity stunt. And logic will tell you illnesses don't care whether you're rich or poor. So if the rich are surviving this more than the poor, then there's something devious about it. Yeah. I don't know. I just think... um... Well, I don't know, man. Like, there's so many conspiracies going back and forth. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's got to survive, I think. You know, he's got probably the world class. He's the prime minister. So we've got the world class doctors looking after him. So we've got the antidote as we speak somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because- the thing is, actually, you saying that, sorry to cut you out, Stalia, they said that he weren't even that bad, but they took him into intensive care just in case he has that upper hand, whereas. Us paupers, we don't have that privilege. Yeah, especially no, we you, haven't. Are you hearing how, how the um the black community in America is it's out of control there now? We got it, we got it. You know, first it was like, oh, we can't get it. And everyone round, went round saying they couldn't get it. Even me, I was like, oh, seems like black people don't get it. But I, looked at all <laughs> me, the I was like, stats. Oh, I was like, yeah. we, we, we're out, we're out. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> the black <laughs> Americans, they're the worst yeah. affected. In the yeah, whole world. you know why? That's that's due to economical. Yeah, because obviously yeah. most of them won't have um, insurance for the hospitals, will they? So mm. they won't be getting treated. So that's why they'll be fighting. Plus, they're probably all clumped up together. Obviously, believing these conspiracy theories and just getting on with their lives, smoke, sharing spliffs, forty forty or twenty twenties, is it? Yeah, things like that. So you know, <laughs> and that all dying in mass. <laughs> I'll be surprised if any. So I think it's like seventy percent death rate for black folks. Seventy percent. That means, like, if there's 10, 10 million black people in America, 7 million are going <laughs> to succumb to life, man. That's it. Or to yeah, the man. virus. So, Terrible. Um, yeah, it's really a shame. But you're right. It is definitely um, because of their conditions, the economic yeah. um, conditions. Oh, man. <laughs> I got lost there somewhere. So you'll have to back up slightly. <laughs> I was just talking about the... Um, the the, um, how the, the Bain people- community. Yeah, the black the black people in America are being affected mostly by the the coronavirus than anybody else. But I think Hang on, wasn't it you who was saying that it was I said hard this, for black I, I admitted to get... that I said this too because I also believe the whole mm. hype. But actually, now I'm like, wow, it seems like <laughs> that would have expected. It seems like it was planned for us after all. It was. <laughs> test it on, test it on the blackies first, and then anybody else after. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, they, they they hated the um the poor Chinese for a while, and but they thought now blacks still need to be hated the most. <laughs> and the thing is, what, what what happens is the the fact that the Chinese, or let's say for example, I say Chinese in in um, clamors uh, brackets. They said they brought it out 
but they've almost got no more new cases and it they're like they're out so so people are forgetting a couple of months that it was the it was actually the chinese people in brackets yeah. brought it out, yeah. and they'll be like it's the black people virus now it's the black people look at them they're all making everybody sick we're gonna stay away from black people because they're the worst defected you know <laughs> and welcome back to racism yeah. we made it back yeah. we're back <laughs> slavery <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move off this topic anyway because we've got some other topics we want to talk about. Actually, no, we do have a thingy. Um, we do have, we might as well string it on the segue into the coronavirus. Really because, on a serious note, the thing that's bothering me is um, do you think because of this coronavirus, people with more serious illnesses may lose their life because they aren't getting diagnosed in time or treated because of this corona thing? Do you think it's going to cause more problems to people who, as I say, have worse illnesses that they don't know about yet? Or oh, yeah. To? Yeah, people's um, operations and things. I think we've discussed, you've touched on this yeah. in previous podcasts. Yeah. And it has been proven, yet again on the news today, that this um, Asian gentleman is obviously waiting for a kidney transplant and he's yeah. been tested positive for having the coronavirus. Yeah. So I was, I obviously sat back and thought, okay then, this gentleman obviously has some serious underlining issues going on, medical issues. Yeah. So this, him contracting the coronavirus and actually being confirmed as a, with a positive reading, it should be sort of the end to his death sentence. This should be his death sentence. But yeah. I, don't think, I don't think that'll happen because now he's been on the news, I think people are going to be watching more for him. Mm. Yeah. To see if he does survive it, to see yeah. if what they were telling us is true about it taking those with underlying issues. But people, obviously, all week have been dying and not all of them have got underlying issues. Mm. Yeah. So, again, just like it doesn't discriminate against the different classes in society, it also doesn't care who it's killing. If yeah. you're healthy or if you're not healthy, if you're old, if you're young, it's just, tech, it's just it manifests differently in every individual yeah, so you exactly. don't you know what I mean so it's, it's sort of like Russian roulette mm. but you it's might gonna survive be, you might not but uh, saying that travesty still takes me back to the Boris Johnson thing and people in his sort of status if they're going to be surviving this that's if they do then it's showing us that there's something untoward going on because how can rich people survive it and the poor are dying from it because so let's see, let's see. No, no, no. Remember, this coronavirus is supposed to be deadly. But they're telling people yeah, not to come to the hospital. Yeah, mm. the ventilators. And they're telling people not to come to the hospital unless you've got breathing issues. By the time you've got breathing issues and you can't Too breathe, late. it's something, yeah, it is. And then they're in inducing you into the coma yeah. because they can't deal with you. And then from there... You're being yeah. told, make sure you say goodbye to your peoples. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely yeah. not coming back round because yeah. they haven't got a cure. They haven't got an antidote. They haven't got nothing. So they so, don't know what to do with you. So if that's the case, let's see if Boris Johnson really is well, here. He's, got, he's on a ventilator, isn't he? He's, he's on a machine, so he should be. And he'll be on the machine indefinitely. Yeah, until he's, um, until he's better. Because at some mm. point, your body wins the race. And it? it's just because you have problems breathing. And then you suffocate. But as long as you're getting air into your body. Yeah. I didn't assume he was, he was being told he's been not on the ventilator. Yeah. When did that happen? Today. I'm a bit confused. Wait, I am confused. Said he, wasn't, he wasn't on a ventilator. He's just in um, intensive care. Didn't I just read that? I don't know. Maybe I'm For the last four days. For the last four days. They make that sure that, specify that in the news every time. He's not on the ventilator. So yeah. then people are going, oh, my man's going to die. Which <laughs> like this out. So obviously it's not obviously that serious. But he has been in intensive care for the last four days. He's probably just yeah. visiting the other people. <laughs> you never know. But does, that, does, that, does that come to the next thing so we can round up this uh, thing quite quickly today? Does that yeah. mean that the fact that corona deaths are su supposedly rising shows that the lockdown isn't actually working? That too, yep. Yeah, I was so thinking it, that. I thought, like, how did it raise? Yeah. How did it raise to like 900 and like We've overtook London now. And I was yeah. like, how if we're all in lockdown? I was really confused by that. Well, That's is everybody... Yeah, no, not everybody's locked down though, are they? Seriously, come on. People are <laughs> still doing unessential travel, meeting up with family members, um, things like that they're not really supposed to be doing, but they're still doing. Plus, 
we're still having contact with people in supermarkets. They give, they're letting us queue up and then you're in the supermarket and people are on you. And you're it's like, okay true. then. I didn't so, notice that. So it's not really part of the queue, is it really? And, I, and tonight, they're going to, I'm sure it was tonight or Monday at the latest, they're going to let us know how long this is going to last. But I can't see this finishing anytime soon because... Apparently, uh, apparently I've been told that um, it's supposed to be lifted mid-May. That's mm. what we said. Oh, that's the mm. latest update on it, mid-May. But we shall see. We shall see. But going what? back to what you were just saying about them queuing and whatnot, how long do you really think the youngsters are going to abide by this <laughs> lockdown? <laughs> we, well, let's be real. Let's be real now. You were saying that yesterday. Families. No, they, they, they will be the ones who are getting arrested and obviously yeah. are yeah. law. But I yeah. went out yesterday shopping with my partner. Mm-hmm. So they're only allow they're only allowing one of you into the shop. Yeah. So there's no use going with two ears. There's no use because you're not getting in. It's like a dance. You can yeah. go where you went. So I'm no, like, okay then. You let, the, so, you let the white people in over the black people as it were. I did watch for that, but it didn't happen. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so I let you in. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what I was gonna say is um I just wanted to quickly go back to what you're saying. I know a woman who's uh She's got tumours and she's meant to have an um, operation. And her mm. operation got pushed back and then got cancelled completely, definitely because of this. Yeah. So, and they're diagnosing everybody with corona. That's what they're saying now. It doesn't matter what you do, as long as you come to the hospital, you've got corona. Yeah. And the numbers are going up. And as for yeah. the numbers going up, I, don't, I find that strange too. I don't, I'm like, we've been like, I know my family's been in the house now for three weeks. So I'm like, wait, yeah. shouldn't it now be going? Like, my family should be clear of it, apart from me, of course, yeah. still in the fire. Yeah. Line. But these guys should be clear of it, so they should be allowed to go and visit family, etc., etc. Once yeah, the they done, it should be yeah right. But for some reason, it's like no, we're gonna keep you guys in for Why do they need? Because look, the way I look at it is, at some point they're gonna have to put everybody into some sort of quarantine. So the people who are working now need to get out the firing line as well for two weeks. Mm, that's that's yeah. Or we're yeah. stuck. So that's yeah. what they need to do. But right now, I don't see how they're gonna do that. They're gonna leave us to continue to work and work until we do yeah. care. Then we bring yeah. it home and kill our family. Yeah, if it comes that far, so um, I don't know what their plans are, man. They're stupid. It's the blind leading the blind. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought that um, a good thing to get sort of cut it down if it really is rising and getting more serious is to de- to, to devise a system where everyone had to do online shopping and they'd have very few people that were just delivering them and leaving them, obviously, two metres away from your door, letting you know it's there so you can come and get it, sign for it and leave it two metres for the delivery man. <laughs> Some opportunists the there. No, they actually, actually are doing that, but it's actually getting the delivery slots yeah, to yeah. get you shopping. But the thing is, they should have. I'm sorry, but they should have really done this, you know, and left the shops shut. Because yeah. if they left the shop shut only for the people who were who can pack the stuff, then it would work out a lot better. They, and, and stop using the excuse that there's no more slots. Make the mm. slots. Because if the shops are shut, then they, they, they can find slots to deliver 24-7. Because the ones who are not working at the tills could then be the ones packing. And, and if they can drive, doing the delivery. Because yeah. that would be so much more easier simply because once you've got to the destination you're supposed to go to, you, you obviously have a mobile number. You text that person and say, your shopping is now outside. I'm waiting two metres. Is it two metres away? And yeah. left the tablet there for you to sign to say you've received your food. Put it back on the, tr- uh, put it back in the spot that you see it, so I can take it up. So you're sort of watching them sign for it, and you take it up when they've gone back in. You don't, don't even need to sign for it now. You can put no, you a code don't. in now. Because yeah. you know when you take taxis, you can put a code in to say that you've received your um, riders stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. same with your mail as well. You know, we sign for the customers. Done that for say a, a couple of weeks, and then you can guarantee that everybody's. Should be clear of it by then. Nobody's touching anyone. I don't understand why they haven't come with something like that yet. They will. I, yeah. I, I, I suggested something today about um about this very subject. Actually, I was like, why don't they get more delivery drivers to deliver the food around? I they have. They've employed forty-five thousand new people. Yeah, but that would That's be such a, I even that. I, don't, I, I think that wouldn't be enough because look, like let's for example say Tesco's. Tesco's would say, okay, we'll go. We're all going online now. Everyone order your food online. 
Yeah. Can you imagine how many people would have to do, like how many drivers would have to be just to accommodate maybe a, a small a small area. Like, but it would still be safe. It doesn't matter district. how you carry The people who already work for Tesco's would then have to take on those roles and then they could employ temporary staff that can drive. No, and, and furthermore, I would have used the ones who do, say, for instance, Truck driving and long, stuff. Distance, long, long, no, yeah. long distance lorry drivers. They can't do their job, so let them now do the delivery jobs. I mean, the force the is still there, and it they've got the yeah. manpower. But the thing, I think, then also you'd have to get a lot of vehicles too. You'd have to get a yeah. lot of cars. It's hard to get them at the it's moment. Really hard you to use, your, use your own car. To meet People demand. who've got their own car who can drive, just like when they use couriers to deliver parcels, temporarily use them to do the food. You got to wait. You got to take shopping. Yeah, but look, this is unproductive because look, you got to drive now. With maybe two or three people shopping. Some people shop like, you know, some people have got money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 you limit. No, no, no. You limit temporarily. Like in the war times, there were rations. You limit it to, to two objects each or whatever. Okay. One, yeah, yeah. yeah, it would work. It would that, work. That would work. But, that would work. But, yeah. wow, Medea, you've got to understand, it's got a knock on effect. You've got um, farmers throwing away 95 litres. Of not 95 or 100 litres of milk because it's not being needed by the um, restaurants, by consumers, because we're being but, rationed. But, it's but crazy. Then, the wasting stuff. But that's good for the cows, isn't it? No. The cows can have a rest. No. The cows yeah. don't do it. It would be, yeah. it would be a t short-term solution. I'm saying do this for two weeks so where, where everybody's totally stuck in except for the ones who have to deliver. So it, it, it sort of... We'll cut down this so-called spread of the corona just for two weeks instead of letting people still go out, stand in these almighty queues, which is ridiculous yeah. anyway, and then they're getting on top of each other, as you say, when they're getting the shops. And they're really aggressive, it? That way, yes. People are yes. really aggressive lately. They are, they yes. are. Don't come near me. Yeah. 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 I know, man. Yeah. This is the best for the women, man. Maybe you try to chat up a girl and you go to everyone. Yeah. Move, you're too close, man. You're too close. Move. <laughs> and I got license to say it as well now, so it's like, you're too worse. <laughs> you're so as they want. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But the, the other thing as well, which I don't get, and I think people like this should be arrested, and I don't care who upsets, I speak my mind, and I'm entitled to speak my mind, is these almighty cues suddenly at the banks. Now, I'm sure before what this one came out, Lloyd's, Especially really? Lloyd's. What, what? I, next time I go, I'll take a picture and show you. Lloyd's, they're queuing up to go into Yeah, they are. I saw bank, it. And I'm really saying, long. what happened to online shopping and live chat? I'll tell you what, know, that is. You all need to go in a bank. I know. I, it's I ridiculous. Could, they I should could, be arrested. I, let me, um, I can tell you this one. Because I deliver to a lot of banks, obviously, in the morning. What it is, it's the same with like the, the supermarkets or the uh, builders' merchants. Normally, the shop would probably have 100 people in there, but they're now only allowed 50 people in there, so 50 people have to wait outside. So it has, it's not really that more people are coming. It's the fact that not everyone's allowed to go into the place at once. But Alfalio, for whatever they need to do, they can do it online right now. Mm. Right now, they yeah. you can cancel your direct debits, you can set up your direct debits, you can transfer funds. You don't necessarily need money to walk pay in the shop. So... What is it? What are you doing? Except for the ones who are working as, as shopkeepers, etc. Obviously, they want to bank their money. But I'm talking about everyday person. They could at least wait until this crisis is over. Mm. No, excuses. no excuses. Well, I'm sorry. I've been, well, I've been um, getting communications from my bank saying, don't go to a branch. It's not necessary unless it's exactly. vital and this and that. And we're here to help. And Yes, we're experiencing more call, calls than usual. Please yeah. be patient and stuff like that. So obviously, just like the police officer was talking about the lockdown, was saying people just either don't care or they're ignorant. Yes, they're both. They are, both yeah. I really think the people who are going to the banks need to be arrested because you can wait. There's nothing like <laughs> that you can't wait. They need to be arrested. <laughs> well, you might not be able to draw out your last four pound because you, yeah. you might be uh, mixing up <laughs> the minimum is five pounds and they want to get the four pounds out of the account. Yeah, a lot of people I know from the yeah. banks that I visit or frequent is um, a lot of people are picking up a lot of money because they think that they might not be able to get 
any money yeah. if the crisis gets mm. any worse. So what do we need yeah. money for? But didn't you shopping. see though? Um, I don't know where I saw mm. it, but it's, it is legit that uh, a lot of banks, I know the bank that I'm with, they're naturally giving you an overdraft and they're giving you time to spend that money back if from the yeah, emergency. Don't, so, don't do that though. Don't do that, man. It's a trick. No, no. no. Trick, I saw man. that. I was like, that's a trick. Yeah. I was like, I'm definitely going to read the black print. Don't worry, Astalia. I'll definitely read that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I don't need it. I don't need it. Beans and bread it is. I'm happy. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly. good for the bank. <laughs> yeah. Bad for you, so. Yeah. I was thinking this is money making for that. I was like, I knew they'd start at some point. Of course, definitely. Just like the government, they're saying, oh, here's some free money to keep you doing your hard time. And the amount of people who've claimed it, and I'm thinking, oh, people the government's exactly. going to make their money back. It's actually the people who have claimed it is what bothers me. Like football clubs and stuff. What do they need mm-hmm. money for? And especially they're like, long. you know, they're paying, yeah, well, they pay, yeah, they're furlonging everybody, but they're paying their footballers extortionate amounts of money. But one mm-hmm. football for the club that I, I support, he gets um, around 350000 a week. <laughs> so you could pay him, uh, you could cut three of his wages away and give him 350000 a month and he'll be comfortable. Yeah, I mean, you could give him that year. You give him that year, and he'd be comfortable. Give it to the NHS. Well, that's what they're saying. Sure. Uh, clubs are trying to come together to um, give some money to the NHS or whatever. But yeah, I, just don't, I don't believe some of these people, these companies that like these football clubs and stuff that, who are who are banking. You know, got so much profit, but they're still like, mm-hmm. well, to be like uh, Richard Branson. He's another guy who's going to lay off all his staff and then go to the, the government and be like, "Oh, we'll take some some money to help us out." You know what I mean? <laughs> No, a few people are doing that, Al Sally. I found out uh, one of the um, pub brands in the UK, they're doing that. They're not paying any of their staff and they're going to claim from the government. I'm like, but you've got the money from now. This pub's got a hotel. You're making money. But Pudding, they've got shareholders and they want their money. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. And that's why they've got to give them their money first. And then even though the staff are the people making the money, the, the shareholders get their dividends. Mm. So that's what, and that's what Tesco's in the news for because they're giving over I think they made so much profit they're giving 950 million out as dividends to their shareholders yeah. I was like oh well that's alright then any you know what I mean during this crisis don't you think you should give some of that to the NHS instead yeah and get more unemployed nurses and doctors in to help well they've got um, people like um, say like I saw an article where an airline pilot had actually been laid off with British Airways, so he's gone and just joined for Tesco because they're giving jobs away for free. Yeah, they're and giving the jobs. Come on, yeah, jobs they, are for there. They need if a lot of people work, at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're taking everybody on just yeah. for that, so they can do these delivery yeah. slots and delivery. Yeah, so if you're out of a job, anybody listening to this podcast. Get onto your local supermarket. Sure anywhere, no super, supermarkets or post delivery services are all looking for people at the moment. You can't, yeah, if you've got a driving license or hands, basically. Yeah, um, mm. but volunteer for the NHS for free. Okay, or, or okay. that, or that. Didn't want, I think, um, I know someone who volunteered for that. Also and the food production for... people, and the food yep. production people, and the pickers, because they've got no, none of the people who usually would be here. Because mm. obviously they stop the travel because the European students or whatever come over to pick the fruit and nobody's doing that. So they're going to yeah. be wasting all that. So they want people to go and do that as well. Yeah. So there's jobs out there. There's loads of jobs out there. It's just going, what industry? It's going to be the food, anything to do with food, food anything to do with Pierre and PPE. If you could set up a company now and you had a supply of PPE coming in, you'd be making a killing because yeah. you could sell it to the NHS. Yeah. Even if you had a 3D printer, they're printing off face masks yeah I was gonna say, that's, they're making money yeah that's oh, wow that's, uh, crazy yeah you've got a printing company at the moment you're banking as mm-hmm. well because all the yeah. things they're doing um these extreme measures where they're always sending out mm-hmm. multiple flyers to every household look how many households there is in, in england yeah uh, talking and like also, 60 million or so yeah yeah 60, also, million. you should yeah. see how much we've had to pay as a just our site in worcester we've had to pay six thousand pounds for I think it was a few liters of um, hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. another one. Or toilet paper, of course, the classic. Yeah, toilet paper <laughs> and hand sanitizer. Any PPE, you you practically writing your own um, checks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. 
Right. I saw that the other day, actually, a, a hand sanitizer for 15 euros. I was like, what? Yeah. 15 euros, man. I was like, it's it's a normal, joke, yeah. on a normal day, 3 99 yeah, it's got. It's not even that. Usually, you can get it for a pound. Yeah, or, but the opportunities are always there, and it will take advantage of everything. Also, I've just had a news feed come through. Boris has left intensive care, but remains in hospital. Oh, what a load of crock! So yep. it, we all agree that it might be just a publicity stunt. Yes, yeah, he's, definitely. He's going to get the votes now, definitely. Well, I mean, there's nothing coming up anyway. There's no elections or anything, so. I mean, he was nobody's gonna fight. make him more solidified for when he does go in again. He'll, mm. he'll get more supporters now because he, he took us through the corona crisis, so he's gonna be hailed a hero. Yeah, I think anyone who's in power at the moment will be hailed that. I think, yeah, yeah, that's true. but then yeah. you think about he told you know he wasn't pre set up, yeah. you don't know that. Corona's been going for a while, yep. so you really yeah. don't know. You never know with these devils. No. Anyway, let's change the subject and go to something that um, more positive. That's how Pudding was was interested in. Go on, Pudding. Oh yeah, yeah. What well, I spoke to you about, Madea. Um, mm-hmm. Why do you feel parents or loved ones find it hard to believe that their child or relative does something that they believe to be out of character? Oh, I like this one. Yeah, like when, like when, a, like when the kid kills the whole whole school. And like, yeah. Why you would never have done that? He was, and you're like, yeah, he was troubled. He was evil. He was evil from the start. Yeah, like you should see the signs, can't you? You're like, huh, that's a bit of weird. Of course you can. I think because the parents' love is unconditional and blinded. Love is blind, obviously. I think parents do struggle to see their kids as the kind of negative people they could have possibly produced and brought up and put into the world. So I don't, I think it's facing that reality really. Yeah. And that's something you probably don't want to face. That that person is actually a no good person. Yeah. Admitting, admitting uh, that you probably didn't get something right. No, I don't think it's always the parent. I don't think it's always the parents. I think each individual have got their own walk of life to do. And you've got your own paths to follow. After, remember, you only have control over your kids until they take have it over things. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some people don't ever grow sense. And it doesn't matter how nice you are to some kids. They just they don't always be evil. It's just, it's, and how can you blame yourself for that? No. You, could have, you could have sport that child as much as possible, given yeah. everything or every opportunity. They still turn around and start become a terrorist or a mass murderer. Or yeah. a rapist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where did you fail? You never told your child, oh, I... go out and rape people or go and blow people up. Yeah. That's, oh, their, that's their, their choice in life. I... Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for cutting you in, Travis. Oh, carry on. I truly believe that a child is born with their personality anyway. Yeah. 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 And because I've raised mine and they've got the same character they were born with. So mm-hmm. if you are born to be a murderer, it's going to be instilled in you from you were born. So there mm-hmm. are some that developed because of circumstances and whatnot. Yes, there are always exceptions to the rule. But I truly believe a baby is not always born innocent. The same no. way you can say someone's a nice person and someone's a horrible person. That's exactly yeah. how it is with a baby. A baby can be a nice baby or a horrible baby. So it's mm-hmm. instant in their genetic makeup from before yeah. they were That's such a weird sentence, a horrible baby. It's really yes, you weird. you can be a horrible baby. <laughs> you can be horrible. I'm not, I'm not about looks, I'm talking about the personality. I know, but like yeah. a baby though, you wouldn't think yeah. of a baby to like have a, even a thought, really. No, no, you wouldn't. I think that's a bit too early to... I, I think, think no, you're a product of the I'm sorry, mm. I do believe they're born with it in them and it takes everyday life to bring it out so when they're growing up in a certain environment that may be negative it brings it out the thing is could it be that your, the parents is, have sorry. character problems and that they mm-hmm. yeah. encourage the kid to be a particular way like look you see That's with rich I families mean. when you see a yeah. rich family and the kids are entitled and they get everything they want and the kids are, and the parents are a little bit soft they tend yeah. to generally raise the worst kids you know, mm-hmm. they don't always have the best way of raising kids. Like rich, rich, you know what I'm talking about. These guys, you know, yeah. Like yeah. They show on TV a lot of the time, and the kids are like, oh, like these sweet sixteen guys. These are a classic example. 
They're entitled, yeah, yeah. they're stupid, yeah. selfish, they want everything, it's all about them, me, me, me. I think it's it's always the parents. The parents. Always the parents. Yeah. Hey, Al Stalio, I'm going to disagree with you there because going back to what I just said is they're born with that wickedness in them to start with and it takes life in general to bring it out of them. So, for instance, if they grow up in a good good parent household, the chances are that wickedness will be suppressed until at least they go to school. When they get into school now and the peer pressure comes in, and, and all the negativity starts to come in. Even though the parents are good at the house, mm-hmm. the yeah. kids will latch yeah. on to the negativity. Yeah. Outside and the influences. So Definitely. that's all it takes to bring it out. So it's in them from day one. Because I, you, yeah, go on. Because I, I, you're touching on that there, Medea. Because, for instance, when you've got a child, say the first time they lie to you, and you've always told your children never lie, don't lie yeah. to naughty, yeah. and they habitual liars. Do you yeah. think that person's going to grow up to be anything but a liar all the time? They've just le- they've just got to learn their craft. Yeah, that's it. So, that is very. Because all and, children, all children do go through phases where they play up. I mean, uh, I can guarantee ninety percent of children between the ages of say even two and six. They've gone into a shop and mixed them. But the children yeah. not feel that way. They get out to be quickly, especially if they get caught. They think, I'm never doing this again. I didn't like that feeling. Then you've got the yeah. ones who continue to do it regardless because it's instilled in their genetic makeup. They liked what mm. it was. It gave them an adrenaline rush. As young as they were, of course, I want to play smart so I can do this even better. I don't and that's know, no, I, no, I think it comes <laughs> yeah. down to abuse. I think it comes down, I think most kids who grow up to be have um character dispositions was because they were abused or something was wrong with the the way they no, were and raised. Them are, I'll tell you, I agree with you a lot of them are, uh, but I'm talking about the ones who have grown up in a well balanced household and still turn out to be monsters. Oh no, it wouldn't be like this. Yeah. People, no, you know, they didn't get the love they needed, they didn't get the attention they needed. I think it was yeah, still abuse, isn't it? It's a different kind of form of abuse, abuse, yeah. abuse. Yeah. mental abuse and it's mental yeah. abuse because i think yeah. i think so i thought um i read something that um they did a study and it proved that humans can go at any point either way like even yeah. any one of us here talking today could turn out to be a mass murderer or a killer if we're yeah, it's wrong, the wrong, right, wrong situation yeah to, yeah. To do that. yeah so so i don't think i think people actually i think most people are good natured i think because you only see that when you start traveling. When you travel around the world, you realize how nice people are. Of course, there's bad apples everywhere, you know, and it all comes down to the way you was raised and what kind of society you was brought up in. If you was brought up, brought up where it's really poor and you had to fight for everything, then yeah, you're going to probably have a bit more of a mean streak. I don't care attitude. But if you're kind of raised in a normal, upstanding area where people are, have morals, you know, and respect and class, first of all, class is the one. A lot of people yeah. don't have class. A lot of people don't mm. have class. Really, then yeah. you, get, you get decent people like me. I always try and encourage my kids or anyone I know. I don't like them to throw rubbish on the floor. Pick that no, up. No, I don't like that. I don't like no, I can't floor? stand that. These people who just throw their garbage on the floor. I just throw it on the floor. I'm I like, can't why do you stand do that? it? Why, yeah, okay, there's people who clean it up, but is that necessary? There's a bit, there's bins everywhere, but people, oh, okay, man, they'll pick you up, man. I don't like this. You know? No. Oh, it's, just having, yeah. it's just having. Empathy for somebody else who has to actually go and clean it up. I know it's providing a job, but why should he? You should be all helping together. Mm-hmm. It's worse when the uh, bin's right next to their hand and they dust the rubbish on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god! I, I hang out with kids, and sometimes when you're driving around an um, exit on the motorway, and you see everyone throw the like the McDonald's paper and all this. That's disgusting. No why need. I'm like, what, 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 oh. what, what brings that to you? What, how does that, you know? Don't care. It's a don't care attitude. Yeah. They don't so care don't about their society that, or anything surrounding. So don't you think that some children are born with a don't care attitude? Or do you think it's always about the parents? Because I'm sure now some children are born saltier paths. Some of them are born with no empathy, and that isn't always because yeah. they. Can no, no, it's, it's no. I it's think not always, not always. I think, I think it can also be down to the way the brain's wired as well. Because I realise, yeah. um, for example, 
children who have Asperger's or ADHD or any of those sort of like conditions is they probably are lacking something nine times out of 10 or they have too much of something. That's what that boils down to. And I've learned that of recent and hence yeah it's imbalanced or they just actually have to like say for example uh, myself and you guys now on the podcast you know we've been brought up into this world we're born we've got all those things so we think that society says and then all of a sudden you come to a point in your life where actually for that child for that age they can't do that you know what i mean and then you they get assessed and you find out actually they ain't born with that sort of um wiring in their mind you have to build on it yeah you know they have to go through therapy to build on it it's such a complex thing when you really think about it yeah you know? it really is agreed 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 yeah. but i still believe some children are born with it so i think yeah. I, think, I think you're born with i think you're born with you've got a clean slate but i think you're only born with a few traits like one of them fear of fear of falling and yeah. um and fear is something else. You got two uh, noises, loud noises. Yeah, I loud think. noises. Exactly. Two. Yeah, yeah. These are. I think these are the two things you're born with: loud noises and falling. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, th- I think. Are you saying that we are born with? All right, then. Our parents instilled the the early sort of rules of the world within us, but mm. I think where parents may go wrong is instead of actually reprimanding your child at the time when they see these personal traits which are not obviously going to make them a good person come out rather than sort of um, let them know it's wrong yeah they They sort of try make they have a laugh or joke or make excuses yeah for the child oh no no it's all right they wouldn't now they'll be all right they're any little or oh Yeah. yeah they won't do that and this and that or Oh, they would never, never do that. Even though you're blatantly telling them they've done it. Oh, no, no, no. So that part, I agree that it is the parents' fault. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because they've not done anything to deal with that yeah. at an early stage. And you've let it carry on until they're adults. By then, it's too late. It's too you late, definitely. You can't educate somebody who's no longer in your jurisdiction as a child. Yeah. Mm. And so, yeah. So if you, okay, like like we said, if you did see um, somebody who was going to be a potential mass murderer and you saw them killing stuff when they were little, would you mm. really allow it to carry on thinking, oh, they're just doing autopsies for school? Mm. Or would you think, friggin' hell, they're, they're little killers? They're yeah, actually... but you might think they're becoming coroners when they get older. Oh, well, yeah, there's that as well. Yeah, there's that as well. There's that as well. The thing is, I, I think, think you'd have to ask him. I think people neglect the, the, the early years of a child's, like, upbringing Development. I mean when they're babies when they can't even communicate that well because remember in the, in, the, in the Nazi times in the like when Hitler was coming to power and stuff he wrote a book about how to raise your child and one of the things were in there one of the main points was when your baby cries leave him to cry yeah simply because that'll make him stronger that'll make him stronger when he's older but they proved now that that was damaging to horrible a lot of humans yeah like they had things like you weren't allowed to laugh and express yourself you, you yeah. have to be serious Charles laughter, laughter was scorned upon back in the day in Germany. Oh wow! So a lot of, you see and, today with like the older generation. Not just in Germany, Victorian times was exactly the same. They were very cold parents then. Yep. So mm, very cold. We neglect that this forms your personality quite early. The first, I think, the first two to four years are very critical in a in a child's life. Yeah. And then after that, I think you've kind of lost what you could have done. You know, you could have made them. I mean, of course, they come with. Obviously, you got the zodiac signs which say particular days you're born will give you a particular character traits. But mm. it's in a lot of the parents' hands, I guess. And if the parents are just like, I don't care, man. I don't care. Do your own thing. Then yeah, I think mm. the kids going to be like, okay, now I'll mm. figure it out. And they'll probably mm. watch TV and get their ideas from that. And TV, yeah. as you know, is not going to give you the best ideas. It's pure negativity, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think it's definitely a lot. Yeah. Leaves a lot to be desired, I guess. Yeah. I do simple. agree with that. I do agree with that because, like, little things as well. Like, I know I'm not a parent, but I always say to um, a lot of my clients, I said, even though you children may not be speaking to you, you're always taught to them because they know a lot more than what they can express. You mm-hmm. know, you want to build them to be the best human being that they can possibly be. Mm-hmm. You know, because I found that a lot of people that I work for, they never used to speak to their kids when they were uh, babies. Just feed them, yeah. you know, tend to their cries, and that's it. They wouldn't ever like reading books or anything. Yeah, you gotta speak to them. I think that yeah. makes them be able, 
And like I said, that makes them speak quicker when you're speaking yeah. to them all the time. And they actually yeah. learn to understand quicker as well. Yeah. And take instruction exactly. is good. It's true. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yes, as we say, some of us think it's mm. all good and angels, and some of us believe that they can be born like devils. <laughs> but what about the flip side, though? What about the flip side when someone who's supposedly got like the worst personality, impolite, and they do something good? How would you feel about that? Like, you know, do they do that though? People who are not, I find that people who are that way tend to not. Never. Really- it could be that they goes. change at some point, but once you're this way, you got these negative character traits. I think you tend to have that unless you try and go to like. But that's one thing that's good about religion, because if you can give yourself over to religion at times, you can change your character. I don't know how it works, but it's like all therapy. therapy. Oh, therapy. therapy a bit. I think therapy a bit less. I don't know why, but like, I feel mm. like when you see someone drastically change, it was always through religion. That's one thing I can give religion. I know people who were. I remember one guy who was a Muslim. And he said to me, remember he used to tell me because he always wanted to try and convert me because of the obvious reasons that he was going to get seven virgins and etc. Um, <laughs> but he, he started saying to me, you know, before I converted to Islam, I was a real bad guy. I used to do really bad things. But then I found Islam and now I would never like, hurt, a, hurt a fly. So, you know, I've heard extreme cases like that a lot of time from religious stuff. I know a guy who went to prison for yeah, stabbing somebody. Uh, now he's turned to religion and he said he would never do that again, you know. So that's mm-hmm. one positive about religion, you know. Sometimes it can mm. change. Therapy is a, a little bit different, though, man, because a lot of times you can't afford it, first of all, and you go there. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to kind of trust the person who's telling you to, you know, bring out what the problem is and maybe they hit or miss. You don't know. But religion always seems to... If you, can, if you get sold the dream of, of religion, it always hits yeah. the hell in the head. You never go back to the, the way you was. Yeah. Well, I find. Yeah. Well, I find, but yeah, I'm not a religion guy, religious guy or anything, but that's what I've, what I've experienced being in my, a few years on this planet. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, man. Um, that's all the topics. Have got anything else? Want to throw in any random? There is one. Oh. There is one. This oh. is completely different. Okay. Now, you know when, I'll, I'll read it as I put it, and then you can sort of um, digest it and ex- uh, sort of work it out. Now, I've always wanted to know, why do a lot of people who perceive others as ugly think when they see, they see a person good-looking with that person, why do they always say, what does he or she see in that person? Why do you, they always have to comment as if an ugly, ugly person, what they call ugly, shouldn't have a good-looking partner? I've never understood that. I think he balances it out. You can't have all the beautiful people with the beautiful yeah. people. You've yeah. got to, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The older, the exactly. Just because I may not find you attractive doesn't mean that somebody else may not. At the end of the day, it's all to each to themselves. Exactly. So why do people always say, oh, what does, for instance, envy. what does he or Envy. Do you think it's, it's envy? It's envy. envy. just envy. Because I'm thinking, oh, that kind of person probably should be with me. But yeah, want, but if that person you think is good looking, maybe thinking, oh god, you're a dog. <laughs> so you know what I mean. And everybody deserves love. Exactly. Doesn't matter I've how ugly you are that. or how beautiful you are, you all deserve love. And that is very you, true. Because the one know. time, sorry, travesty. Um, I was reading this Facebook comment, and this, this it sounded like a young person was saying, oh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm. Fell out with my man because he left me. He left me for someone who was ugly. Now, as soon as I saw that, the only everybody was sort of agreeing with her and putting this so-called ugly person they didn't know down. So I had to put the comment. Um, so are you telling me that an ugly person isn't deserving of love? And you know that they bypassed that one comment that I put and carried on. And I thought, I don't get the mentality. I don't never understood. Why people assume only so-called good-looking people are entitled to love and romance? No, I think yeah. everybody's entitled yeah. to Yeah. Yeah. Right. Remember that show we used to watch, um, The Undateables? Mm. Don't start. <laughs> Undateables, I mean, not about ugly people. It is not. <laughs> well, they deserved, well, they, most of them people on that show had not, Ever had any real interaction? Yeah, with that kind of love. 
or relationships. And yeah. they probably have got to that stage in their life where they're thinking that just because of who I am, does that mean I don't deserve any love? Whereas so, when, I, when I watched that travesty, in all honestly, I, um, I agreed with some of the romances on there. And I said to myself, they should never have called those people undateables. Because to me, there's a far more people in the world that have horrid personalities that people think are good looking that are undateable because of their yeah. horrible attitudes and the horrible way of thinking. Definitely. You know, but, yeah. you know, attraction is obviously what people use. And obviously, when you're looking for a potential mate, you're looking yeah. for somebody who is going to be able to give you what you need in reproduction and yeah, just yeah. health and you know what I mean and if you look at somebody like obviously the undateables it's not going to be probably your first choice if you're sort of like able-bodied yeah, yeah. and all that you're going to not look at that positively are you? But to be honest people when we go looking at the undateables we are actually looking at people who have disabilities or probably mental disorders that's a completely yeah. different thing. So they will be matched up with likewise or people who are very understanding of that yeah. type of person. But yeah. I was particularly talking about people. Let's throw somebody in the air. Somebody like, um, for instance, Jordan. Now, a lot of people would look at her and think, oh, she's great, big knockers, good-looking woman. And, and if she was with somebody who was, say, like um, somebody grotesque like Boris Johnson, <laughs> they would say, well, what does, what does she see in him? Poor guy. No, yeah, well, it's the truth. What have, you have you saw his missus? Have you saw his missus? I don't want to see him or his missus, to be honest. But I'm using an example there. You no, don't need to use an example. It's real life. His missus is quite good looking. Yeah. But it's obviously because he's uh, who he is and he's got money, he's got power. So yeah. people often look through that, don't they? When he's, but maybe, maybe she sees something in him that is beautiful to her. Yeah, he's in, his money and yeah. his influence and his power. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of attractive traits right there. I think he's I'll primal. I think I'll he's primal. Would you, would you pick, pick up a girl purely on her personality or does she have to have... We, if we thought she was ugly, would you still date her? The if thing she's is, a good-hearted person? The thing is, men are visual creatures. Yeah. We like to see attractive things. We're mm -hmm. visual. Women are more, you know, they're like, okay, let me connect to the person on a deeper level so they're less visual than we are yeah most cases what you're talking about is that a good looking girl will go with a probably a not so good looking guy like, yeah. if, like for example you got this going on in place like russia where the men are ghastly yeah. as you put it but they've all got really good looking wives yeah all got really all the russian most a lot of russian women are really attractive but the men are sort of in, like east european in in society's term unattractive that's what they are these guys would have no chance in in real mainland europe but in Eastern Europe, yeah. they're getting like the best, the cream of the crop. Um, yeah. I think it is what it is. I think we, we neglected the fact that it's all primal. I think some men, even though they might not be attractive visually, they're, they've got like alpha traits. You've got, like, yeah. like, you've got alpha males, you've got better males. And I think you're always given a certain set of skills. And if your set of skills are good for getting women, then you you know it's gonna shine through, and then you can get pretty much any girl you want. No matter if she's yeah. looking or not. Um, okay. Yeah, but um, with women, I think women. Yeah, like I said, with women, it's, it's they they listen to what people talk, and you get through to a woman through her ear and through her heart, I guess. Mm -hmm. So if you can say the right things, you got the chance. Uh, men just need to see a nice looking woman, and then we're like, we'll take the nice looking woman, and after we we'll figure out if she matches us or not. Yeah. So, okay, I'm you with know. you. I'm yeah, with so, you. That's why I think you see a lot of cases of a, a, a guy who's not really good looking. He's going to have to step up his game. He's going to have way better game than someone who's, not, who's good looking anyway because the guy who's good looking didn't really have to work that hard. Yeah. yeah. Who's yeah. unattractive. He's going to be able to yeah. say everything. He's going to have poetry and be a musician and everything. Yeah. Because you know, he has to do that. And so by the time they both reach 30, one's useless and can't get anybody and one's yeah. all the girls by just saying one line. So Yeah, yeah. it's true. And, uh, okay. and I think anyone who says anything against it is just jealous or whatever. I don't know. I think it's yeah, good. I think it's jealousy. It's got to be it's jealousy. Because, but then again, sometimes it's pure amazement, isn't it? They're thinking, oh, look at that handsome man and he's with this yeah. Yeah. dark. Something to, yeah. yeah, something to aspire to because you think, oh, if they can get him, then maybe I could get somebody who looks <laughs> like that one day. 
Mm. What Beyonce and, uh, Beyonce and uh, Jay Z? Jay Z, the, the deal breaker for me. I was like, I had a Get chance. Me. I had a chance. <laughs> 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 no, okay. I would definitely make beautiful, more beautiful kids than he would ever make me there. So I'll yeah. never be known now. I'll never be known now. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Guess on that note, let me uh, put on the play out tune. Dreams come true. By you one and only, Midaya. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I got any last words. I can't hear nothing. I can't hear anything. Can you hear me? No, I can hear you, but I can't hear the music. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, <laughs> you know what? Then so I'm gonna do like this instead. Hold on, set this place. I can't hear any music at all. Anyway, yeah, then let's go around the table and give the last words. I'll put the music in after. Um, <laughs> Travesty, what's your last words for today? As usual, just. Stay blessed and hopefully we'll, we'll be out of this lockdown soon and we'll be reunited as one again okay. with family. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, pudding? Um, I would like to say stay hydrated because um, there's a few people I know in my circle. I've got migraines or headaches. So drink plenty of water, have your foods that are high in water, windows open and everything. And I know it's getting warmer outside as well. So definitely keep hydrated, guys. Uh, no essential travel. <laughs> What's that? What did you say? No essential travel. So you can't go anywhere where you're not supposed to be. Yeah, really <laughs> truly. It's getting a bit difficult now in terms of like, oh, you need some air, don't you? Yeah. Well, all I'm going to say is what will be, will be. All right, cool. Now that note, thanks for listening to the Family Affair. Um, if you like the podcast, pass it on. And yeah, have a good day. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.